Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I only have one question. Do you think I deserve your full attention? That's what I like to hear. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to 90.3 WRST-FM Oshkosh. This is Script to Screen. I'm your host, Max, and joining me here in the booth is... Gideon. And today we're going to be talking about The Princess Bride. The Princess Bride. What year did that come out? I believe 1987. 1987. Okay. Sorry to tell you, bud, but uh, I don't think you're going to like what I have to say about this one if you're really into it. And it's, this isn't like a retaliatory action for butchering my beloved boy, Joker, uh, last week. But actually, I think I would have come up with the same store either way because it, it had things that I've disliked in certain movies, especially late 80s movies. Uh, yeah, this, oh, it felt like like it was a above average production of a TV show based on a movie or something. So like things that come to mind are kind of like young Indiana Jones or something like that. If you've ever seen episodes of those a little bit ago, I have, I saw those. Yeah. That's what it kind of felt like to me. The whole movie was like that. Like I wasn't happy with pacing. The music I think is the biggest downside. The acting is a little much looked worse than Willow visually, I think. And the only, the only decent person in this, I think that pulled off any sort of solid performance was Andre the giant. But I mean, being a wrestler, you have to kind of be good at acting. Uh, anyways, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, why, why is it considered a classic? Please enlighten me. Cause I, I've, I've actually, you, you said it was really good. My brother said it was really good. He said, my dad thought it was really good. I want to know why people think it's so good. Um, I think first of all, I mean, I think the biggest positive out of this is for me is like, this is like the funniest, not, not maybe not the funniest, but the most quotable movie of all time for me, probably. Um, and I think that's the, I think that's is the it a comedy? For, I think it's, yes. Is it dubbed it? Like, is that like, like the think, genre it's supposed to fall under? That's the other thing about this, this movie is like, it's, it's everything. It's a, it's a comedy. It's a family movie. It's adventure. It's action. It's romance. It's like literally every single genre, mm-hmm. but in, in comes together in the, into s- sort of a cohesive whole. Um, and I, the thing that I think I noticed the most watching it this time um, that I love the most about it is it's a movie kind of about storytelling. Uh, it's it's a story about storytelling, and you see that in reflected in the grandpa and the grandchild's interaction. But not just that, but also the way that the the movie itself sort of plays with fantasy tropes, mm. and, uh, and and to a really comedic effect. And I think that's something that Rob Reiner is really good at. Obviously, uh, he did a similar sort of thing with uh, the with this is Spinal Tap kind of. I, were there mockumentaries before Spinal Tap, or was that like the, the progenitor? What year basically? did that come out? This is Spinal Tap came out. Oh shoot, uh, nineteen eighty-two. I'm sorry, that's the, not the only that one. It I doesn't. It doesn't have to be super accurate. Just give me like the ballpark. I mean, the only mockumentary I've watched was uh, CSA, and that one was I thought was really Spinal Tap was eighty-four. So, okay, so, yeah. so that was eighty-four. No, I think CSA was the only real uh, mockumentary mockumentary I've ever seen, and that came out in like two thousand four. 
which that one also looks very dated. This this seemed very very dated and What do you uh, mean what do you mean by dated per se? Oh my god. The the way it looks, the way people act, just the way something about the look the how it's filmed dates it, but the big thing and this was my biggest dislike about this movie is the music because it's so 80s, late 80s synth fake strings fake everything it's like everything there was done on a keyboard none of it was real orchestral and that bothers the heck out of me because it just it really not only puts like i i i I didn't even look up the year i just knew it was late 80s or very early 90s just from the music i mean like it it oh it was so bad that was that was by far the worst thing. I would have rather had them not include a single bit of music in that, and I would rather have long periods of just silence than doing the music because it, it's not even a score. It's like the music acts as like sound effects for this, and that's another thing that made it feel so low production and like a TV show. Because it and I mean a bad TV show. I think. Th- I mean, this is the thing with this movie. I think Rob Reiner is doing something very intentionally here with the production value. Like a lot of it's like the costumes look like their costumes. You can tell their costumes, the music, you can tell it's, it's music being played for emotional effect. And I think that's him trying to sort of like say, we're, we're doing fantasy, but we're doing it with this low production value because we're like mocking fantasy itself because fantasy back then was probably had just as low a production value as this. Um, I but, I don't think that's an excuse but for I think, the music. I think part of it is like we're we're watching something being read to us. So it, it's, it's that being, was another issue I have being, with this. It's being recreated in a sort of f- not flat way, but like uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah. But the grandpa isn't doing the sound effects where if the when the uh, the thing that like it it was bad all over with the music but the one that really bothered me is when the guy's trying to break into the door every time his shoulder hits that door they do like one oh, bit of sound it. i love it so that, much that it's was so, just disgusting it's to so me it's so charming though it's like it's 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 playing it's 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 using music to an interesting in an interesting way rather than just playing a, a flat score underneath that plays through the whole scene it's like it's it's aware of itself. It's it, it knows what it is. It's it's itself. It it knows what it wants to be, and it achieves that to great effect. Like it's it's a, mm. it's supposed to be I, funny, is what I, it. It's, I I didn't laugh once. The whole entire thing was total. I, I that's why I honestly asked you. That was like a genuine question. That wasn't me being sarcastic. I was honestly asking you if that was supposed to be a comedy. I could kind of get the sense that they were trying to make it a comedy, but I wasn't hundred percent sure. And if that's like, I get that it's kind of a little bit of everything and you're right, but I don't, but it doesn't do any of those right. The story skips around way too much. The, I mean, there's, there's no, no set pacing. The music was terrible. It, it, it's not funny if it's trying to be a comedy. It just, it just was dumb. It looked terrible. And I mean, the costumes were okay, but like. The the props they use are just are just terrible. The yeah. sets are terrible. It's that's they're, not, they're not you ter- shouldn't. They're not terrible. They're they, they're there with a purpose, and their purpose is to make it look like it's a stage. And like no, it's, it's it's aware it, of itself. No, it's playing out like a like a stage play. And also, it's my, like another issue I have not campy, but but almost sort of. I, if I wanted to go watch Shakespeare it's in charming. the park, I'd go watch Shakespeare in the park. That's not what I was to this going into this movie looking for. 
I was like, the okay, between, whatever. The, this the is going to be between... some fantasy fantasy romance adventure thing. Fine. Whatever. Let's let's do this. That's that wasn't what I got. I got a uh, a couple episodes of a cheap TV drama that is set in a fantasy land from the from the like 1990 that's what i got and i would i honestly i wish i would have spent my two hours just watching young indiana jones because if i want if i'm gonna go and waste my time watching something with that aesthetic and that sound and that style i'll just sit and do that and i'll crack through three of those episodes because at least that's a little more interesting but here here's the difference though if you take aesthetic at, at face value as separate from the story that you're telling then then yes this aesthetic is is what you would call quote bad the thing is that the aesthetic in this movie is reflective of the story that they're actually telling. No, so that aesthetic so, carried through to the real world when it's the little boy and his grandpa. It looked just the same there. It looks completely different. That's that's set in the eighties, and then we're set in 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 fantasy world as the eighties would tell it. No, man, it's still it still looked so. The, as but my bad point is, but the, my point is, is that like you you take that or you compare this to something like I. Mean, I don't want to go back to Joker, but <laughs> Joker is something where I feel like the aesthetic is is if you take the if you strip the aesthetic of Joker from the story of Joker and you strip the aesthetic of the Princess Bride from the story of the Princess Bride and compare the two, Joker has a quote better aesthetic because it's doing things more proficiently, I yeah, suppose. Joker looks but, but the the difference amazing. the difference is that Princess Bride's aesthetic is representative of what the story is trying to accomplish, which is a charming sense of old fashioned. Do it right. No, Hilarity. no, 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 no. It's no. a send-up of I don't fantasy, at the, but at the same time being really funny. I don't buy that. I don't buy that one bit that that, that it was intentional. That I'm not wasn't saying, intentional. I'm not saying you can... They they just did it. They made this movie, and that's how it ended up looking because that was the kind of really it. Do think Rob Reiner couldn't get a greater, bigger budget if he wanted to and make this look like all slick and everything? Like, this is not supposed I to look slick. I think he should have. If you're gonna do something, I'm, okay, do it I, I'm right. Not, like, but I, I'm saying this is right, and I, I, Rob Reiner knows what he's doing. He's not stupid. I don't know. This is the only thing I've seen from him, as far as I know. I, give me, if you give me a filmography, maybe I've seen more. But as far as I know, this is probably the only movie I've seen of his, and so far, I'm very not impressed. Like, well, Rob Reiner did uh, Stand by Me when Harry met Sally, A Few uh, Good Men. Uh, those are yeah. So he he did a few good men. He knows how to make a good movie. And this is Spinal Tap, so, so Princess my, Bride. So all so yeah, five no, of those a are few good all men's classics. A, a few good men is a, is amazing. I've never seen this Spinal Tap. Stand by me. I haven't seen. I, I the only one I met Sally. I've never seen any of those. But okay. But I do know that all of those are filmed to look right. I I, I don't know necessarily. I haven't seen. Uh, Stand by me. I would. I. I. I have a feeling that that might be a little more like this, just because the era it's from. But I don't know. I need to watch at least a couple of clips or of it or something to get a feel of right. the it's, it's, aesthetics. It's Stephen King, so it's gonna it's gonna be in that sort of. It's sorry. It's based on a Stephen King novella, serious? I think. So yeah. So it's gonna be set in that sort of like not necessarily nostalgic, but sort nostalgic, but sort of like that dude writes like seven pages a day. It's he, unreal. Yeah, Stephen King is insane. He, the he, amount of he writes, stuff he puts like, out. Yeah, seven pages a day. Him yeah. and he, he sat down with uh, the dude who made Game of Thrones and George R. R. Martin. Yeah, George R. R. Martin, and he was like, "Dude, I I can't even write that much." And I've written like you know, it's it's unreal. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I was I was very disappointed in in that and the like the creature designs that I mean that's whatever. I didn't couldn't care less if that giant rat looked like 
you know, a dude in an obvious like giant rat costume or right. the yeah. eel. I yeah. could care less about that. That's not my issue. My issue and my issue wasn't so much the costume design. My issue was the just that that look through the lens of that camera, the way that they filmed it, there's something off with it. I think it might have been either frame rate, like it had a really high frame rate for some reason, the way they were filming it. At least in the in the house with the kid and the grandpa, it's definitely above average. Okay. And and it, it has a tint to it that's odd. The the yeah, and just that music. Every five seconds when that music's playing, it pulled me out of it instantly. And I, I hate that. I hate being pulled out of a movie because then I can't get into it. I can't enjoy it. Happened to me on Rogue One, and I loved Rogue One. But when that music, there was one scene where that music was bad, threw me out of it, and it 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 wasn't it wasn't a John Williams story, and it showed in that one scene, and that's why it pulled me out. Um, okay. Um. So I think, but I, I think this, I think the aesthetic is very intentional, and I think, and I think Rob Reiner is is a proficient enough director that he knows what he's doing, and but like it shows that the that the aesthetic is is representative. I mean, because because it, it it relates directly to the themes of what the movie's trying to tell. Did you it's so like, you liked it? You liked the way it looks. You think that's a, a you think the way this movie looked was better than the way Joker looked. I'm saying I, I'm, I'm just saying asking that, that just that I'm, simple. I, I'm saying I, that premise is not something that I'm agreeing with. I'm saying uh, the way a movie looks. I, what that was what I was talking about before in the I first know. place is that the, is that when you strip. The aesthetic away from the story. You said quote it doesn't quote unquote. Like so, I don't. If know. If you strip the aesthetic away from the from the story, it doesn't matter what it is. It it has the aesthetic is only is there to be rep is there to to mirror the story and 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 aid the story, it, not not to be the means to to an end itself. If I pause that movie at some point and look at it compared to pausing, I think a better film movie. It's 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 like. If you if if a movie is filmed really well and it looks beautiful the way that they set up a shot, if you pause it, you could pretty much just stop it at any point and 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 frame that picture and it would look okay and it could be art. If you pause this one, I don't I don't I don't agree to that sentiment. I think there were, there was so much wrong with this. Right, I think that, this was the could, worst could, movie and, I've seen so far. Review in this entire and that, history and that of this could, review show. And that show. could be a and that could be a, a a downside to it, I suppose. But movies don't exist in a vacuum. I know. The, there's the context of the whole movie is, it matters and and the story I think this is the best I think this aesthetic is the best way to tell this particular story I I also think that they totally didn't need to waste any time with the little kid in the bed and the grandpa that was totally useless to this story to totally didn't need it you could have eased this is a movie you can tell the story from wherever you want to start it they could have just told this story and literally cut that part out where it's a storybook you don't need to know that. Who cares if it's a storybook? But or that's not? the whole point of the movie. The point of the movie is this: is the story of this princess and this dude that she uh, is in love with, and he's trying right. to save her. That's as, the movie, as told by the grandpa to the grandson. Yeah, but the, if you take the as told by the grandpa to the grandson part out of this, it doesn't change the story that you just watched at all. Well, you strip the whole point of it, out, which is that stories connect us. I, that's 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 the moral of this stories connect to people. Well, it's it's part of the moral. Uh, like the story, like his 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 the movie starts with the grand the grandpa mm -hmm. coming in yeah. and his grandson. The movie opens with with the cough, so we immediately get that for, that exposition right away that he's sick. I think the kid's bed. faking it too. And then totally, I okay, totally. I don't care. <laughs> so so 
he's playing video games is the first frame of the movie is that he's playing yeah playing yeah. video games yeah, so a, a very modern a mo- modern image mm-hmm. a modern image of technology and and the, and where we are in the world today mm-hmm. so the grandpa comes in so obviously he's he, the age difference is there yeah. and he brings a book so the book contrasts very much with the video game that the grandson's playing at the moment mm-hmm. the grandson grandpa comes in and the grandson doesn't want anything to do yeah, with the grandson's him. a little snot he, he's he's like well i I don't know. This doesn't seem like something I want to do. I'd rather, I'd rather sleep right now. And yeah. so then the grandpa starts reading. And, by, and when he starts reading, he's, he, he, the grandson starts to realize that, like, the sto- this story is powerful. Like, this story is, means something to him. So it, sh- it shows that the, the, the story of the princess bride inside the story inside of the story is... So it also is introducing a deconstructionist thing. Mm. So if you take that out, it kind of changes the entire framework of the movie um but him sort of the fact that that the grandpa is talking to the grandson and telling him a story is showing the power that a story can have and not only to to mean something in and of itself but like just the fact that the story that the two can share an experience together and that shared I, experience can can not only just be the purpose of that is to is to like the grandpa loves the grandson and the grandson is able to by the end of the movie like love the grandpa back and and see how and the grandson sees how much the grandfather loves the grandson you're taking out way more out of what i think is the most useless part of this movie than i i would have ever taken out of it cuz well i'm telling as, you it's there I, for a reason i i and i i disagree but uh, frankly, those, those I could care less about either of those two characters. I think, and I mean, well, now we're talking about the writing, and William Goldman is also not an idiot either. Well, <laughs> the guy who wrote this. Well, I'm sorry, sorry to say, but he should at least know that like there were major jumps in this that just don't like add up. There's like time time skips that are just like what they they're here now. Wait, what's going on? They went from here all the way to here. How does that work? You know, it, it, what are you talking about? Oh my God. Um, like, okay. So they're going down to some place. They, they, those three dudes abduct the girl. Okay. They abduct the princess. They take her down river to some, some, they're supposed to get to some other foreign country or whatever. Yeah. It's, okay, um, so I don't, it doesn't, the name doesn't matter. It's it, it because, one, they never even like get near it. They don't ever see somebody from there, even though they like make up a point, uh, make a point that like it doesn't matter now. We're here, like they're not really there. Uh, but no, they go from there. They're they're up there. Then it takes like two seconds. The guy chase the her her savior. It's just like looks like a knockoff Zorro. Chases her down, gets her back after killing the one guy, uh, which whatever, fine. They go through that swamp after uh falling down a hill and then they get out of the swamp after like being in it for like two seconds and apparently the swamp's like nobody's ever escaped from it well they do it like like two seconds they fight a rat and they dodge some fire and there's like some quicksand for a second there and then yeah and then boom they're back to the exact spot where she was abducted like right then right then and there they're and they're back i'm like what there, there was no in-between spot. It just goes from the, the swamp of doom to, like, 
you know, uh, autumn land, like next to the river. Like, what's going on here? That was a weird one. Uh, how about, I don't know, the fact that just out of nowhere, the dude chooses her as his bride. And she was like living out in the countryside. He, like, as far as we know, they had her and that prince had never had any interaction. And all of a sudden, she's like chosen to be the princess. Mm hmm. No interaction, no nothing, not even like, hey, look at this fine girl as she's, you know, in the marketplace checking out some fruit or something. Not even that. He just knows her, chooses her, and she's there in the castle then without That's one any th transition. That's one thing that I actually think is really clever about this movie is that the grand, the, the fact, another reason for the purpose of the grandpa reading the book to him is that the the movie progresses like a book would because because like a book and a movie are two completely different mediums, right? So a movie should be less detailed than a book. If that book dodges that, like so so in a book, you a lot of times you'd have, especially in like exposition second sections, you have something where it's like she was here, and then the 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 Prince Humperdinck says you're gonna be my bride. And kind of skip over a lot of those these spells in in sort of a in a storybook sort of thing. Like it's a storybook. It's not like a full on novel. So it's, that thing was like a hundred ten hundred and twenty pages. Okay, that thing was a decent it's, enough book. It's not a novel though. It's a, it's supposed to be a storybook. Mm. Um, so it's it's the fantasy element. It's like so normally you'd have a prince in a normal fantasy story or quote normal you'd have a, a prince come and get the princess and the princess would want to be with the prince the prince the prince coming to get the princess is the princess's best part of her life in a normal fantasy story but here this movie up turns that on its head where the prince wants the princess but the princess wants nothing to do with him because she already has true love you don't even else. know if like i i'm just saying that there should have been at least some interaction like i said just he sees her he's like i need a bride like oh she's pretty how about just something not just a jump from there to there. That was terrible. It's just exposition. It does. as it would as it would happen in a, in a storybook, because this isn't a, this isn't like it's not. It's gonna t it's gonna change the way stories are told in film. Oh my god! Because of the way that it's doing, and I think that's really interesting, actually. Oh my gosh, Gideon! How oh no! Just I I just complete I couldn't disagree with you more. I just think this thing jumps around way too much. It makes leaps that don't make sense. The characters are terrible. The acting is terrible, except for Andre. Oh, my God. Now I know that cringy dude at the, at the beginning of this Marcus promos right before the movie starts, like where he got that one quote from. The, you know, my name is blah, 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 prepare to die, that one. There's a thing, that a promo that played at Marcus Theaters that they were showing off the employees, like, cattle and just it's like yeah look how happy these four people are working for good old greg marcus whatever anyways so that that was at least now i know what movie that came from yay uh no I, there was so uh just j there was like nothing done right about this movie to me i th i think this was one of the worst movies i've ever watched i i probably would have stopped watching after about 30 minutes if I had just come across this on TV or and somebody was like, hey, try watching this. I, if I didn't have to do this for the show, I, w I don't think I would have made it through that if I'm being 100% honest. And that's hard for me to do because I've only ever given up on one movie ever. Okay. Do, so are you just like completely discounting like the 
story and comedy merits of this. There, there like was the no comedy, comedy merits of this. I didn't laugh once. There wasn't a. I didn't even chuckle. There was no comedy in this comedy movie. For one, I mean, the, the romance was the most cut and dry, like basic romance ever, with also no re, no real build up. Okay, it's well, this, it's, not, it's this it's farm not, boy. It's this farm boy. He's like you know he works for this girl who's always like mean to him and bossing him around and stuff. And yeah, she's attractive. He's attractive. Whatever. They probably are cousins from the way that they look because they look like they could be related. Okay. And the fact that they're on a farm and you don't see any other relatives makes me think they might actually be brother and sister. Okay. They're hanging out and eventually she starts getting the hots for him after, and after he just takes being bossed around all the time. And then they're all of a sudden in love and then he's gone. Yeah, that's it's a fairy it's, tale. It, that's what dude, it is. It's got, one thing if you want if you if you if you know what it is no, no, and, no, just, no, no. and just, just refuse to accept it, but like it's a, it's a the, fairy tale. That's, slapping on the title that's a fairy tale doesn't give them the excuse to not it's both, tell stories. It's right. both conforming to the genre of a fairy tale. With this, it's the genre, and both sending it up at the same time. Hmm. Tell, I, I'm sorry to tell you, man, but I, I again, I, I disagree. I, I look at this more of it trying to be like a, a, a light-hearted take on a historical romance than, than a, than a, a fairy tale. It's very obviously a fairy tale storybook. Mm-hmm. That's just facts. No, that's I, what it no, is. They're, they're trying to treat it more like just a romance in a medieval period. And that doesn't necessarily make it a a, a a romance. It's it's very obviously not. That's just patent, uh, 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 patently uh, uh, false. Fairy tale, a fairy a fairy tale. Uh, I mean, because he pulls out a he pulls out a storybook and starts reading from it in yeah. a in a fantasy setting. That's a that's a that's a fairy tale. Do you told consider from a story Game book. of Thrones a fairy tale? No. Okay then. So do you consider like it, you ever watch Vikings on on History Channel? Consider that a fairy tale. No. Okay. Well, I mean, Game of Thrones is a is a social political yeah. Mm-hmm. So so set in but, set in world with set in a world with fantasy elements to yeah. it. Yeah. Set in um, a world with fantasy elements to it. That's what. But that's what I I, I went into this. This wasn't a fairy tale. This but isn't... I've already told you how it how it both conforms to the the specific f- parts of the fairy tale that it, that it, like she gets she gets she falls in love. Boom! She yeah. gets. She Doesn't wants have to, to be have a fairy tale a, for that to happen. Okay, but that's those are those are the those are the typical archetypes of a fairy tale. Not all fairy tales have romance in it. You do realize that, right? Like that's not a requirement. Do you even know what an archetype is? Just like the generic things that something would would follow if it's going to try to be something like the the the, the like the checklist of what it's it would not be. a checklist. It's just something that that's that's been repeated over time in certain types of stories or in all stories for that matter but it doesn't it's not like a checklist it doesn't mean you have to have it's not like if you have all this 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 then boom it's a fairy tale okay well let's let's start on the ratings we'll see how this how this goes here well i mean i do you not i i'm just kind of like there's just so many funny things that say, like when wesley's like give us the gate key and then Yellen's like says I have no gate key and then Inigo says Fezzik tear his arms off and he's like oh you mean this gate key Star Wars does it better okay but it's that still that funny. it's still expert comedic timing being played out no, it's it's a it, they're ripping off a joke that already has happened at least 10 years before this movie was made and probably long before that even 
and it's not that funny. Like, that, great, yeah, I see that it was a, a tr- attempting to be a joke, but a joke's got to be like well, then actually the, funny. Like when Vizzini keeps saying inconceivable, and then so yeah, and, but I don't, then the time, oh, yeah, great. and then the time, and the time when uh, are you seriously when, cracking up from that right now? The thought of him, he says inconceivable like three times. Big deal. His, but I mean, he's first, well. First of all, the delivery of the inconceivable itself is is really great. But then when when Wesley falls off the cliff. And then he says, he didn't fall? Inconceivable. And then Inigo Montoya says, uh, you keep using that word. I do not think you know. It, I don't think, I do not think it means what you think it means. So he's like. So that, uh, uh, so that fact <laughs> right there undermines the fact that that guy's supposed to be the smart one. And he's like built up to be some really smart character. If he yeah, doesn't he's even not understand. smart. Did you completely miss that? They tried to build him up that he was smart. And then he's coming up with reasons with the poison chalices. I, I called it that it was either going to be he didn't put it in either because he didn't kill the other two guys or he's going to put it in both because that's how you always do that trick. There is no there's always no right answer to the the chalices. It's either all in or nothing's in. Nobody ever does it one or the other because that's a coin toss. OK, again, like not right. he's stupid. Not he's well. not smart. But he was coming up with reasons why he would do it one way or the other, like 30 yeah. different ones. It's the funniest part of the that's, movie. That's the funniest part of the movie to you? I Jesus. think, yeah, that scene is hilarious. No, it's not hilarious. Oh, my God. It's it's not. Oh, it, it that, that wasn't comedy. That wasn't comedy. That mm. what, no. do you, what do you mean it, it's not comedy? <laughs> it's not a joke. There's no joke in that. That that there is no joke in in that scene. That well, the the joke obviously you didn't understand the joke because you think that he's that the movie thinks that he's smart. I understand, but the movie's saying very obviously saying that he's not smart. He just keeps saying that he is smart to other characters, even though he's very obviously dumb. The whole point of that scene is that he he keeps thinking of all these reasons. He thinks he's so intelligent. He thinks he can figure it out when it's very when it's very obvious both to us and to Wesley that it's either in like you said it's it's obvious from the start of the scene it's it's in it's in either both cups or neither i mean i i'm not necessarily neither but i was said both cups but like he should know this he keeps he keeps saying his reasoning itself is very self evident that it's that he should he should very clearly see that it's in both cups like he says uh so he keeps saying, now a clever man would put the poison into his own goblet because he would know that only a great fool would reach for what he was given. I am not a great fool, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but this is a huge monologue. you must have monologue. known I was not a great fool, so you would not count on it, so I can clearly not choose the wine in front of me. He's right. He cannot choose the wine in front of him or the wine in front of Wesley. Like, he's he's saying exactly what the solution yeah, to the problem is, but he's too stupid to figure out that he can't drink either of the goblets. There was no other instance, though, where he messes up intellectually other than that. He was right about the eels. He knows, and he knows how they live. He was he was correct to assume that the boat behind them wouldn't actually be trailing them, because there was no evidence to the contrary. You didn't even see Wesley realize that like that she she was well, on a. You just, well, you said hold you on, said hold another on, hold example. On, hold on, hold on. Listen, listen said, to this. Listen to this. Okay, that was another issue that actually just I just thought of. He, he's, well, how would he know that she was she was kidnapped? There was no evidence that showed he was anywhere near that. His boat wasn't in, in view. There was nothing. He and so he he wouldn't even okay, know that she was on that boat. Just go, for just one. hold on for one second. When you when he says in that in, with the boat scene where he says, um, there's no there's no possible way that anyone could be following us when there's very obviously someone following them. Or, or it actually probably I was thinking it probably would I, if I, if it were me I would have thought that that was just a random person at night that wouldn't have been a follower. 
It, because nobody saw them take her. Nobody saw them take her. He was correct. The point also, is here's that another smart thing that he did. But he already had the rope the, ready to go he on. He says the, on, they're in the lake of eels, so there's no way anyone be, would be there. No, they're fishermen. No, that's not no. Saying why would they be out at night? That was why he was thinking that they wouldn't be there. Like there wouldn't be anybody out there. But they're going for the. Yeah, he was correct in his. He, in any normal circumstance, he would have been correct in his assumption. Continue on. They move down the river. He already has the rope ready to go. He already had the strong. He already figured out how they're going to even get up that with the strong dude, Andre, just picking him up and going all the way to the top. Gets that going. Cuts it before the guy falls. That's common sense smart right there. Boom. Or before the guy gets up all the way. There is nothing that he did that would would indicate that he was at any way not a smart person. His diversion right at the beginning uh, when he asked her, like, hey, is there a town nearby or any, you know, whatever. Boom. There was nothing he did that wouldn't say he's smart. The people say he's smart. Like his other his other guys. With him, Andre and well, the implication uh, in, in is, that, is that they say he's smart because he keeps telling them they're smart. He, he is, is smart. smart. No, he's not. Yes, he's the brains. The one guy's the brawn, and the other guy's the skill. That well, was the right. whole point of that trio. Right. That's the point. That's that's what it is on the surface. But the but the point of the trio is that neither of them are any of the things that they first appear to be. There was so he's no evidence so he thinks that, that he's he the was, brains, but he's not actually the brains. The, there, there's the he is. There, well, uh, there's the the Spaniard who is yeah. who is much more than just someone who who fights with his sword. He's 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 an honorable man, is what yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, and that like, was another stupid like thing. You You're see, running away from a guy trying to kill you, and you like let him he's off. like like Inigo Montoya is dumb. because is a Spaniard, and so Spaniards would normally be thought of as people who are not honorable. But Inigo Montoya is the most honorable one among them, as as seen when he faces off against the Count, and the Count he faces off against him, and the Count runs away, and then cowardly throws a dagger at him. So yeah, those are oh, there was another so you're, issue. So you're, you're There's just another in- issue. You already collapsed with the knife in him, and he gets up and starts fighting normally. Yeah, right. Good luck with that. Yeah, let's see any anybody okay, take it. This is a storybook. This is a fairy matter. tale. Doesn't it does matter. not conform to the typical. That, does, that doesn't. That's not, not a get out of jail not, free card. To okay, me. but you realize that not every movie has to follow realism. If you're gonna have blood and and an actual in an actual little sword fight here, yes, it does have to. Follow that realism. None of the movie follows realism. No, I'm not giving it a get, get you, out of jail free card here, all com- because it's a you think it's a fairy when tale. When you commit to realism from the start, it's you have to follow realism throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. But if if realism is is, uh, is uh, in some in some facets is not a part of it, like he gets he gets killed and then so, like so that they suck the life out of him and they bring him to Miller, Miracle Max and Miracle Max is. Uh, yeah, Miracle uh, he's Max not, was more he's not, more interesting than the old man or the kid. By the way, he's not. He's not. He's not all dead. He's only mostly dead. That like it's 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 completely upending the the fact that he's dead. Like it's there's it's not it's not supposed to be realistic. Was, I mean, you can you can say that that's fine, but it's just it's not supposed to be realistic. Mm. Let's just get to the scores. Let's but just, how, about, just, how about how <laughs> about? Let's just get to the scores. We've got 25 minutes, 24 now. Okay, let's get to the scores. I mean, okay. Uh, first impression. One. <sighs> okay. This is going to be pretty low. This is going to be my lowest scoring thing ever. Can I do zeros, by the way? I just want to know if I can. Or I if don't it, if think one so. one is the minimum. So a 20 is the absolute worst that something could get, and a 100 is the best it could get from us? Is um, that a range? or? I what? suppose. I mean, It I would guess have you... to be zeros if we if we want to go from zero to 100, right? Allow zeros. I'll still give it a one, but 
I just want to know if, if, if I'm allowed to do a zero, I guess it's my show. I suppose I would kind of be able to do what, do, do it however I would I mean, wish here. If you want to give it a zero, be my guess. I'm not going to give it a zero in first impression. I'm going to give it a one. Um, it wasn't the worst movie I've ever seen, but it definitely wasn't anywhere even close to the top. It's like a different, different country. <laughs> yeah. This is one of the, Greatest movies of all time. Oh, One of the best screenplays ever written. <laughs> we lose faith in humanity's ability to judge movies. Uh, okay. So what do you think? What do you give it? It's a 10. I, this is in my top 20 of all Jesus. time. Okay. Wow. All right, next. I, um, William Goldman, by the way. didn't say this earlier. The guy who, uh, who wrote this movie. Uh, just died a couple years ago, actually. Um, wrote... Two, uh, two, won two Oscars for screenwriting for, um, I think, All the President's Men and Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, I think. Mm, good for him. Um, not for this movie, though. Mm. Um, I wonder why. Story. Uh, this is a 10 for me. Um, One. Okay. I'm being dead serious. Like I'm I mean, not trying to be derogatory here, but that is my honest opinion of this. You can, Are you just ignoring the, the, the basic... The parts that this movie it, it, gets it had right. a beginning, middle, end. It had three acts, and that was it. I mean, like it okay, was. Okay, but this it is was terrible. This it, it is was not terrible. Typical. It was written. It was one of the. I couldn't even imagine reading if I if somebody handed me this script. Oh my god, it would have been more useful as as Tinder in a in a in a fireplace. This is not. I mean, this is not a. First of all, this is not a typical three act structure movie. Well, in, I mean, in the ways that it is, it's doing it because it's following fairy tale. But I mean, it's just just the way that the plot functions. Like I, you said before, the plot, the way the plot functions is not. Um, it jumps around. It's it jumps around. It's, it's spotty. And, it's a story parts, within a story. At the that, exposition, that, which is how you exposit story, exposit a fairy tale it's, it's with a, like a, it's just. It's it's, a story it understands. A story. It understands the genre. Right. It's a story within a story. First it of all, but that, it understands that, the genre that it is. Okay. And it follows. A, archetypes in this per- Go. particular uh uh acting no no hold on i just want to say something the 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 writing that the fact that it's a story within a story undermines the outside story it because 95% of this what is in this movie is not the grandpa and the kid and the grandpa and the kid like i said is just a total waste of time i don't think they they could have told the story used the extra minutes that they would have saved on the runtime with the, with the with the kid and whatever, and just done a few extra things that could have improved this, but they didn't, and they wasted time, and they waste and they wait and they they every time it jumped to them, I was bored out of my mind. I'm like, I almost wanted to skip it. I but if I wasn't watching it over my Xbox and had the stupid Xbox controller to have to pause it and play it and whatever, I would have just fast forwarded that because it was so useless. Both the the grandpa was annoying and the kid was a little brat. You know, it's like if you're gonna have that kid apparently be your main character of the outside story M- make him tolerable god does it have sports in it dude it's like what do you are you serious what, what is this like an expose on uh honus wagner like you think grandpa came in with that well actually if grandpa knew anything about his grandson he might actually have realized that he was into sports and not fantasy because there wasn't anything in that room that would suggest that he actually would have gotten into it but he does get into it. He does get into Sports it. Sports are representative of the, the current era, but, and this is yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And Grandpa brings in something that's 
not yeah, like no, that. Yeah. Which, Gran but, grandpa, but, is, grandpa but still has met his grandson like still one has, time. The, 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 the story still has truth in it, and because the story has truth in it, the grandson connect like the truth of the current era. Like the grandson still is able to connect to it. Okay, good. Yeah, or it's just the fact that you can pretty much tell a story to anybody, and they and it, you do it long if you get into it. That's why there's chapter a day on the radio. Okay, I love Chapter a Day, by the way, and I can just pop in at any point and just listen and get be entertained. It doesn't mean that this kid is having having an uh, uh, there isn't a moment here of like, you know, the, their their generations crossing and having a moment. No, it's just the fact that any well, story is, told though. to human, you know, if it's if it's deemed somewhat enter, entertaining, they'll listen to it. In this case, the kid was actually pretty much held hostage, and and told it. Uh, <laughs> It's just, it's just, it was just ridiculous. Everything about this movie was just utterly, utterly, oh, just, just so bad on almost every level. I, I, and I, it was, it, you know what, Gideon? It was inconceivable how bad this movie was. There we go. There's the first laugh that this thing has caused me today, uh, seeing that I watched it all of today and like just, there's, there's a first chuckle caused by it yeah all right what's the next what's the next what do we got um acting is the next category andre andre saves it gets a two three three gets a three all the actor all the i mean that it was it was bad acting but it's not the worst acting i've ever seen like birdemic and things like that like i feel like this movie should have been on mst3k honestly like this felt like a movie that definitely would have fit the criteria to be on that I would love to see the guys from Rift Tracks because that's what they do now. That's what they call themselves. I would love to see those guys just totally roast this movie. I well, that that would be. I'm that sure would that make the this Mystery great. Science Theater 3000 guys probably respect and love this movie, considering that it's one of the greatest movies of all time. They, in, they in all time. Well, they still roast classic movies now as Rift Tracks, so I I think they would do it. I would love to see it. Oh, it'd be fantastic. Um, there we go. Hey guys, if you're listening. Okay, uh, Joel and uh, I can't think of the other two dudes. Uh, all you guys, if you are listening, please, please do this on Rift Tracks. I will listen to that. I will buy it. I'll do whatever you want. Uh, okay, yeah, that it gets a gets a three. I'd almost give it a two and a half, but I think Andre's okay, and most most of the people did all right. I'm sure that was just how they were being directed. I mean, it's not their fault they ended up in this movie. Um, I think Carrie Ellis is really good here. Um, all his de- all his line deliveries are are on point. I mean, Carrie Elwes. Who does he play? Uh, Wesley. Ugh. Okay. Yeah, he was all right. wasn't terrible. Um, I really love how his character. I mean, like I said before, I said this earlier, but how his character is contrasted with Humperdinck. Um, because Humperdinck is is trying to be so cool, and he thinks he's like because he's the prince. So in a typical fairy tale, the prince is the one who's the good guy. But um, he thinks he's like the greatest fighter, the greatest tracker, the greatest at everything. I didn't see anything that would have disagreed with the tracking part. He did that right. He was able to tell there was an entire fight, a winner there, a loser there, and the one guy went off first, and he called it right. He he think, but like his the point is that his physical power is is right. He he says he's the greatest tracker, and he and he he is, I suppose. But but the point is that his. His physical capabilities are are useless in comparison to Wesley you don't being. Don't even see him fight. To to Wesley being clever and hilarious. Not, okay, 
Whatever. Because like it's it's the it's the self awareness. It's the fact that he's able to have a comedic outlook on everything and sort of and sort of like you see that in his flight with Indigo Montoya also. But the fact that he kind of has this sort of this attitude about life, whereas Humperdinck is so self serious about everything. Like Wesley Wesley represents the attitude of this entire movie, which is is sending up these these archetypes. Is, is Wesley supposed to be that? Is that how we're supposed to feel about this movie? Just not take it like at all at face value and just be like, ha ha, the, oh, that's funny. You know, like, oh, look at that. That person fell down and here's a terrible sound effect. Oh, great. You know, wow, look at how corny that thing looks. Isn't that awesome? Is that... I, I, no, it's... I mean, that's not... Are we supposed to, like... Are we just supposed to, like, roll over and say, like, okay, he's having a good time, so we're supposed to also? What? I mean, it's not just that he's having a good time, but it's that, it's that he's having a good time and he's saying hilarious things while doing it. Okay. What about the... And he gets tortured by really awful-looking suction cups that clearly aren't even pulling any of his flesh into it. There's another thing. Boom. Okay, but it's not supposed to be realistic. No, like, it's not... No, It's but, not like this... Come on. For God's sake, it doesn't... It wouldn't take that much to produce some sort of thing that could actually show right, that that's there's exactly suction. what i'm saying rob reiner obviously could have done that if he wanted to but he's not on purpose oh there's a God. reason why well, tell um, rob reiner he messed up big time in a lot of this movie okay you go tell give me his number I brilliant would. filmmaker I, I would love to actually who, rob would, reiner hey hey who made i'll say it right here hey rob your movie sucked do it again there you go one more time. Let's see it in the modern era. Let's see it with better filming style, more realistic stuff. I want to see a real quality version of this movie, not this crap, not this discount bin uh, movie that that shouldn't have ever been a mainstream thing. I don't know why people get into it. There's something funny. Um, they, they were talking about remaking this movie, and, and Carrie Elwes, who plays Wesley, mm-hmm. uh, tweeted... There are so few perfect movies in this world. It would be a pity to ruin this one. Oh, God. All right. Next rating. Let's do it. Um, act. I, I wasn't quite finished on I didn't even get my oh, score yeah, to acting. Score on acting? Um, obviously, he's imitating the line uh, where he says, there are f- so few perfect breasts in this world. It would be a pity to ruin this one. Yeah. Um, that was an, also there, another <laughs> line kind of out of nowhere. That was a weird one. Ugh. There, there's the line where he, where they're in the fire. I just thought where, where they're in the fire swamp, and uh, Buttercup is like, "What about the R O U S's?" And then Wesley, after he's already seen him, is like, "I don't think they exist." And then he gets a like the thing come, like just jumps into the. Fr- That's another thing, like jumps into the frame and tackles into the ground. Um, oh, that yeah, that was another dumb thing. The fire swamp that didn't make any sense. If if there's just like fire popping out of the ground, there wouldn't be that much foliage. Okay. <laughs> They, they, they wouldn't be able to grow. That that ground would be so scorched, and any seed that would try to grow would get torched. I mean, there, there wouldn't be anything. That wouldn't be a fire swamp. That'd be like you ever see. Did you see Fury? You saw Fury Road. We reviewed it, right? Uh, we didn't review it, but I, yeah, I love Fury we, Road. Fury Road. Okay, so you know that point where there's like the, the those decrepit trees, and it's kind of foggy, and it's like muddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it would have looked more like that. Than okay, but the point have. is not what it would have looked like. Well, 
That's them not paying attention to detail. It's not if you're about have a feature, then show what that feature would do to the landscape. But it's not. I told. It's not about realism. It's not trying to say what would happen if we put fire in the ground. Like the fact that fire is coming out of the ground in the first place is ridiculous. I'll buy that. That's somehow being. That's like methane from decomposing plants being ignited somehow underground. I don't know what. There could be a dragon under there for all I care. It's a fantasy world, but... Right, so if it's a fantasy world, why can't the leaves be there? Who cares? Because because if you're going to do something and it's showing, then it has it has to have a, a, a reaction to the world you're trying to build. But the movie's not interested in in, in cause and effect reactions. Yeah, like, that's be. not what it's about. It should yes, be. but that's in, in a movie that's not this one. The movie establishes from the beginning that that's not the case. Oh, and... Uh... Yeah, I, 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 dude, there's so much wrong with this movie that I could just keep pointing out. There's so much. I, I would, I could go almost scene by scene and just tear this movie a new one. There was so much that just every scene, there wasn't like one scene that was just clean and looked decent and wasn't fakey and, 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 and just was grounded in its own reality. It, it was just so bad. Oh, I mean, oh. you, that's fine if like, you if that's your perspective, but like you're not accepting the movie on its own terms at that point because it's the movie's not. That's not what the movie's about. Okay, well, it's not. So what do you? What do you it's do? not supposed to be Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's not trying to be Game of Thrones where everything is. No, is I don't expect it to be as realistic. Good as Game of, Game I'm not of saying Thrones, as good as Game of Thrones. I'm saying it's not trying to be Game of Thrones. It's a completely different premise. It's it's a completely different story. It's gonna it's gonna manifest itself in a completely different way. Sorry, I I don't appreciate movies that really don't take themselves at least somewhat seriously. Uh, you gotta you gotta take yourself. Well, there you have it. Then. You have to take it seriously. This is a film, and you're trying to entertain your audience. And t- and take it seriously, like well, if Christmas if vacation. Ju- okay, okay, there's stop, still stop, a plot stop, there. stop. If the judge is entertaining your audience, then this movie's obviously done that in spades. I don't know why. why okay, would, how would okay, how in any way okay. would this enter? I don't understand. But how I'm this saying, would according to that standard, if that's your standard, then the movie meets that standard. Mm. Not well, not my, not me, not an audience like me who uh, who wants us wants the movie to at least be somewhat grounded. You can have a romance that's serious. You can have a... But it's not It's not supposed to be serious. The whole point of the movie is that nothing is serious. Well, that's dumb to me. I, I think that's a terrible way to handle a movie. I think that's that's just a terrible, terrible misuse of, of, of directorial power and, 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 and writing it. And, and that's just, that's just lazy. It's and that's, that's just irresponsible with, with your viewer's time. How is how is changing storytelling norms and trying to do something innovative or not? I mean, maybe necessarily innovating, but different. How is trying to do something different? Lazy. Different is fine, but but at least be serious about your craft. Don't don't just like. Well, as know, far as the craft goes, I think the script. I, I'm not. Is, this is on like a craft a, perspective and and the way that the script functions and and the, and the way the characters interact like that. That from a craft perspective and the way a screenplay is written is flawless this this to me is like the equivalent of taking a child's finger paint thing or some scribble that they have on a piece of paper putting it up in a gallery and then apparently all the critics love it and they think it's amazing what like that 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 just that's that's what this is to me that's how i'm i'm seeing this right now i don't understand i don't understand how people could love this movie please i would love to hear your what you think the actors how they did let's hear um, your score my I'll score for acting is probably like this. nine, I'd say, just because, like I said, they're they're following exactly what this movie is to a T. Okay, I, I 
I'm, I think I'm, I don't know, not maybe not 10. Um, I think nine is okay. Um, wow. But, but they're, they're executing what this movie is flawlessly. Um, Mm. I think and, and, I think maybe the last week, maybe you, the weak link is is um is Robin Wright because Robin Wright is 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 really good. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think she she her the tone of her acting is not quite as on point as every single literally every single other character gets down to what their character is and how it works in the story perfectly. Whereas Robin Wright is less self aware. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we got only seven, uh, seven look and feel here. zero. That's an absolute zero. The music was terrible. Aesthetics were terrible. Just that—that that is a full-blown zero. I—I I could not have been more disappointed with that. That was by far the worst thing about this. That music pulled me out of that. Every time they played music, it pulled me out of this thing. I—I I, if there is no excuse for doing synth music, I don't care if this is fantasy or what. Fantasy should promote doing orchestral. We look at music like like what they have in Conan or uh, some of those other ones that like ridiculous fantasy ones that Schwarzenegger did early in his career. Those ones had at least amazing, like some of them had some amazing scores, all orchestral and they were low budget, probably less than this. And there is no excuse for what they did with the music in this movie. And there's, and, and I don't care if they're trying to make this look like these are just, just, you know, costumes, some, some ridiculous costume. And I don't care. I, the, I, I think early 60s Star Trek, which is some of the corniest looking stuff that you can do, that looked better than this. Um, I Like I said before, I think the, I think the look and feel reflects exactly what this movie is, um, just in the same way that the acting does. Um, so I, also, I think I'll also give it a nine because, like I said, when... <sighs> When you're, when you're, if you take it out, strip it away from the, from the story itself, it's nothing particular. Like it's not like it's innovating new camera techniques or anything, or or like you couldn't listen to this score by itself. Oh, no, you couldn't. You can't listen to it with this movie. Um, but I think as as a as a way of inside the context of the story, it's perfect. It's flawless. Um. You tell me if this had an orchestral score, you would think that you you don't think this would have been improved by an orchestral score. I don't remember if it had an orchestral or synth. I it's all synth. That's what this is. It's all synth. I don't remember. I just remember that the like for example the part where Inigo is it, Inigo that, yeah. is ramming his his arm his shoulder against the door and the way that the music emulates that it's it's being it's very self aware of the of the way that music is used in yeah. films typically oh, and like, saying well we're gonna do this differently this time because you, we're telling a story differently. You can do the music in the same spots, play the same stuff as because it's all it comes well, out. I, as I understand sheet that. Music. I'm just saying I don't remember which which it was if it was synth or orchestral. It's it, it's it like a hundred percent synth. Okay, and it sounds d- just disgusting. I didn't notice. Oh, rewatch it and just just listen to the score of this. It's terrible. It is, I think, probably the worst score I've ever heard in a movie. I I, I don't even want to know who did it. I don't even want to know who the, who they have as the composer for this movie because it's just so bad. Oh my gosh, I would have been better off list, watching this movie on mute with subtitles on, and I would have enjoyed this movie more. And I should have done it that way. I wish I could have gone back. You know early this morning and said to myself to do that. Uh, okay. Uh, last category is effect. 
So what the movie made you think, feel, mm. laugh, cry? None of that. Um, it was more lack of feeling than anything. It was it, the only feeling I was feeling was boredom and frustration with such a terrible movie. Um, wow. Uh, I I mean I'm dumbfounded by the the result of this movie. I I'm gra- grateful you loaned me your DVD and that I didn't pay money to see this. Uh, uh again, I I don't know. I don't know if I'm I'm a one or a zero on this. Uh, mm, one probably. Because I had the one for first impression. I don't know. It's probably right around there. I don't know what it was a movie. It was a movie. It, it it's an hour and a half of my life I'm never getting back. Uh this is a ten for me. This is one of the most satisfying, hilarious, emotional experiences uh, ever. Um it's everything I want out of a movie as far as an emotional experience goes. Um I laughed, I cried the whole gambit. Uh, I mean, laugh from start to finish. Mm. Um, and I mean, the part at the end where where the grandpa turns around and says, "As you wish," Ugh, when the when the boy when the boy asks the grandpa to come back tomorrow, that gets made me, me every that made me time. think the grandpa was hitting on the kid because that's the only way they used that in early as in the beginning is because he's like secretly telling, like pretty much telling her, "Hey, I want a bone." Well, no, he yeah. said, "As you wish." He says, it "Means I love you." I, I, I heard what they said, but the way that they visually showed it and 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 portrayed that, it was like, "Hey, I want a bone." Ugh. Okay, but the the point is that the grandpa is is telling the kid that he loves him. Yeah, I know, I get it, and that's but, that's yeah. why. Um, that like it just it's so pure. This whole movie is so pure. It it understands what what has this great big heart at the middle at of it and every time i watch it it feels like i'm getting a hug like it's just hilarious heartwarming everything mm. what uh is that your final thought like what's our tally here uh our tally I feel like is it's a, 50, a 55 54 somewhere 54. around there 54 so that put it right there with uh the second Fantastic Beast movie, or yeah, I think it might be tied. Mm. Bummer. I was really hoping it'd go for way less than that. I was thinking it would end up with like a forty. I wasn't thinking you would go almost all tens. Mm. I thought, I, I, my assumption was that you'd kind of look at this, kind of stepping back a little bit and try to really analyze the aesthetics of this because I thought. That would be so well, blatantly d- obvious to you. First of all, I did analyze the aesthetics of this, but and and yeah, well, we only got a minute here. The story. We only have a minute here. Well, so, you and I yeah, will continue go. this uh, conversation after the show. But stick around, ladies and gentlemen, because uh, film spotting is coming up next. You're listening to ninety point three WRST FM Oshkosh. This was script to screen. Thank you for tuning in.